Hello, beautiful people. I am Angelica Marie Omekwa Eshesimwa, founder of Omekwa, and you are listening to The Tea Corner. I leave the floor to you, Dr. Ghani. Can you please share a little bit, you know, about your work and how it came to be? Thank you for that warm introduction. And yes, it was really amazing to have met you there and and I think meant to be. So I'll share with you, um, I trained traditionally uh, several years ago and uh, my path led me to medical school and residency. And then I ended up working for many years um, and I am board certified in family medicine. So I was practicing traditional medicine and, you know, along the way, I, I certainly noticed um, a few things. And, and one, one teaching or learning or wisdom, I think I, I learned from observation of my patients, myself, just, you know, being a curious human being, was that mindset played such an important and impactful role in one's overall health. And... For example, whether it was a lady who had diabetes, who was struggling to find ways to exercise and incorporate that into her lifestyle, or whether it was a person that had high blood pressure and was struggling with trying to follow a diet that was lower in salt, it was kind of what they thought about their, their dis-ease or illness um, their mindset, you know, their, their determinants of health, um, their background, all of those things together were very, very um, telling of sort of where they were coming from in their approach to these medical problems. And so I, you know, noticed that early on, you know, even when I was a medical student, you know, trailing behind residents and fellows and, and teaching attendings. Um, and uh, it's just, it was just a common theme when I was out there practicing. So I, I learned early on that mindset was key that all wellness started, in my opinion, in the mind, all, and all potential well being. Yeah, and so I, I feel like I might be a little off track in answering your question, but as I went along, I also kind of felt that, you know, this this really was such an impactful part of health that that, you know, doing labs and recommending lifestyle changes and and obviously titrating medications is very important, but but this mindset part, the the um, philosophy and and you know, also putting putting that mind-body connection at their forefront in educating patients really seemed to me to be important. And so I ended up, you know, kind of shifting gears after a little bit. And I think looking back, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. I was starting to feel burned out. And I think I shared with you before, Angelica Marie, like I don't think I, I had heard that terminology yet when I was starting to feel it, I was, you know, really at the prime of my career and, you know, I loved my patients and I had a very busy thriving practice. I also had two little kids and a partner who was 
equally as busy as me. And so, you know, we were busy sort of, you know, um, just raising our family and, uh, you know, our careers. And I just started to feel tired. And, you know, I felt like something was missing. I felt like, well, he here I'm finally able to start chipping away at my my loans. And, you know, I, I have these beautiful, amazing little beings here with me. And really on paper, I mean, my goodness, you know, why am I not grateful enough? And so interestingly, I, um, I've always been a fan of Oprah and just, just so grateful for all of her teachings and everything that she, she gives to our world. And she, I think I caught a clip of her talking about gratitude journaling and how impactful that had been, um, in her life. And I thought, you know what, I, I need, I need something. I need to try something. And um, the thing that actually sparked me was my children were bathing. They were very, very young, little toddlers. And I was bathing them and it was time for them to come out of the, the shower and I was drying them. And they were frolicking and they were shrieking with joy and, and just, you know, just, just what you would hope for in little kids. And of course, what was what was going in my mind was my list and my agenda for them and what needed to be get, to get done i need to dry them and then i need to get them fed and then i needed to you know look up the labs for tomorrow and just all of those kinds of things my to-do list and i was drying my my daughter and she looked at me and she said mommy i want you to be happy i want you to be happy mommy mm. and yeah it was it was it still gets me a little emotional, but yeah, it was just a wake up call where I thought, wow, you know, my children, these sweet little innocent beings are feeling my stress. That's not okay. And so that's when all of this started to happen. And then I reached for uh, gratitude journaling uh, inspired by Oprah. And looking back, that really shifted my trajectory and I, uh, entered a new path in a new way where I was looking at well-being from a different lens. And I ended up um, opening my own practice uh, not, not very long ago, about four or five years ago, a wellness practice at, where I focus on women's health primarily. Um, I do treat everybody, of course. And it's just been amazing. It's just been amazing. So I hope I answered your question. <laughs> you might have to rein me in. <laughs> oh, no, most definitely. I mean, there are so many, you know, things I want to touch upon in there. I mean, I think the first, you know, is, you know, I really love to talk about burnout on here because it's something that we are experiencing at alarming rates. And, you know, the fact that you, you pointed out, like, you really experienced this burnout when you had everything, right? Everything was, you know, successful, everything was going well. And I, I see that trend. I definitely had that experience in my life too, that, you know, we get to that breaking point of burnout because we can't, I say we can't strive to or accomplish anything more because we've, we've already accomplished, you know, 
those material things that we set out to, right? The things we were driving towards. So when you finally arrive at that, you know, quote unquote destination, you're really forced to to stop and recognize, you know, hey, what's missing here? What's lacking here? That is, you know, contributing to that burnout, um, you know, but the, the second thing, and I think the really beautiful thing is, you know, that moment with your kids and how I think we all had this ability when we were younger to tap into joy, tap into the present moment, tap into connection that kind of gets, you know, just a little bit like whittled away from us as we, we grow older. And it's something that we have to intentionally you know, and habitually focus our mind on to maintain that joy, you know, as we, we grow older. Um, but I, I'd say the second question to to open it back up and something that you you said in the beginning that really struck me was the, the um, I believe it was like, just your patient's desire to be healthy, right? In terms of mindset. Um, because it really all begins with uh, a desire. Your desire fuels your actions. Your desire fuels how you take care of yourself. Um, so with your patients now, how do you help them kind of unlock that desire to be healthy and to push past whatever you know disease they are battling at this moment? It's a great question and great reflections. You know, I try to really emphasize the need for self-care. And when I talk about self-care, I know this is a terminology that we say all the time now, right? It's like a multi-billion dollar industry. And it certainly means different things to different people. But what I try to emphasize is really the idea of filling one's cup, as they say, um, and that everyone, you know, unfortunately, the world is not fair. And there is, there's just so much inequity. And I feel like the pandemic shined a light on what, what um, has been going on and, and the flaws and the cracks in multiple different systems. Um, that many people have known on all, all along, but I think, I think it's really shined a bright light so that more of us can see it clearly. Um, and, and I think just reminding them that everyone is deserving of basic needs and more. And, and self-care can be anything from, Yes, getting a manicure to having a healthy cup of tea, for example, from Omequa Organics, or um, you know, making sure to take time to get, get outside for 10 or 15 minutes, connecting with friends, as you said, scheduling joy, putting it in the calendar, playing. And so I very much emphasize these needs in my practice and what I talk about. And um, I think more and more people, obviously, the ones who are able, um, are, are seeing that, that this is the self-care is really a, 
basic human need. This episode of The Tea Corner is brought to you by The Protected Blend, Omequa's organic herbal tea for inflammation and immune system protection. Bright ginger, holy basil, rosemary, and other powerful herbs protect you so you can focus on living life abundantly. The Protected Blend is made with biodegradable, full-leaf sachets so you get the real tea. Not that tea mulch mess, okay? Text the word PROTECTED, all caps, to the Amequa Organics number in the episode description for money off your first bag of Protected. Let's get back to the tea, shall we? Precisely. And yeah, I really like to point out too that, you know, I say this all the time, self-care isn't those physical things that are be being pushed and promoted to us constantly. Most of that is just pampering, you know, it's nice, you know, it's, it feels good, but that's not something that, you know, will rejuvenate you and sustain you, you know, day in and day out. That's truly what self-care is. And, you know, self-care isn't, you know, luxurious, um, all the times on the surface, you know, it's honestly how you would care for a child, you know, you, you want to, Mm. you need to feed your child things that they may not want to eat, (laughs) you need to give your child structure, like you need to do those things, because you know, it's for your child's benefit, so your child can grow, so your child can learn, Um, you know, and I think, again, something really critical that you said there is, you know, just people feeling as if they're deserving of care. You know, a lot of the times, you know, I I like to say this in terms of the overall self-care success system that I teach, and I always speak of, you know, body, mind, and spiritual wellness and breaking that down. But I, I really believe, you know, when we talk about gratitude, that all really resides in the the mind pillar. You know, what story are you telling yourself? What story are the people in your life contributing to? You know, are the people in your life, the the resources in your life, are they telling a story of lack? Are they telling a story of, you know, I have to keep giving to prove myself, to prove my worth? You know, if you're telling yourself this story and then, you know, and you, you're not even realizing you're telling yourself this, your body will come right out and tell you explicitly. Um, so that's really where that that connection resides. Um, but I mean, going forward, because I really love to give everyone here just actionable steps and actionable tools. Um, can you give us like just maybe three um, core tips or steps that people can take to start practicing gratitude in their daily lives. Oh, absolutely. And and the, that's beautiful wisdom that you just shared right now. I was just um, enjoying listening to all of it and nodding my head. Um, absolutely. So I, I feel like gratitude is just really one of my favorite tools to recommend to people to reduce stress. And it's actually a way of shifting out of that lack to that abundance mindset, as you just talked about. 
Um, gratitude, I also feel like is a way to sort of enter mindfulness. So I often talk about my seven wellness tools. I feel like, you know, this, this concept of wellness um, requires that we, we maintain it and we um, work at it. it takes work, it takes tools. And so I have seven that I kind of uh, focus on. And one of them is what I call stress reduction via mindfulness. And I specifically uh, love to recommend gratitude as one of those tools. So for example, when we talk about gratitude, I feel like the easiest way is to grab a pen and paper and journal. And uh, there's been many studies on gratitude. If you, if you go to PubMed and type in gratitude, you can see all of them. But there's more and more research. It's no longer considered, you know, woo-woo or soft science. Um, and uh, it's certainly recommended in many different uh, therapies. And so if you just each day take a few minutes to pause and think about three things perhaps that made you feel grateful, people, places, things, experiences, that act in and of itself allows your mind to take a break and just enter the now or the present moment, the right here, right now. And, and you kind of get into an introspective kind of mode where you are just taking inventory of what's going on in your life right now, not what happened before, not what you're planning for or worried about in the future, just right now today. And it really, as I said before, can shift our mindset from lack to abundance. And just the act of feeling gratitude itself, we know um, boosts our neurotransmitters, for example, serotonin in our brain, and that affects our mood. And we know our mood affects our perspective and our perspective affects our thoughts, which affects our decisions 24 seven, right? So if someone is in a mindset of, hey, this worked out for me, this was really cool, that happened, they might be more likely to say, you know what, I need to go for my run today. I'm, I'm not gonna sacrifice that because I know it's good for me. Or you know what? I, I'm, I'm actually going to just schedule a night out with my friends. I miss them. I need to connect with them. And what that tells you, what it communicates to, back to yourself is that you are worthy and deserving of all of this, right? And, and that mind-body connection is established. We know that people who practice gratitude regularly and actually share the practice, that's actually the new research that's come out that says that it really potentiates the health, health benefits when you're in a community setting, or perhaps when you join one of my uh, live, IG lives, usually on Sundays, and we share what um, we're grateful for, all of us in the chat box, that all potentiates the health benefits. And so um, that's kind of where I like to start with, with gratitude and uh, using it as a stress reduction and mindfulness tool. Yes, thank you so much for sharing that with us. You know, it's truly, you know, I think it's hard to, again, make 
these things a habit, make that reflection a habit. And, you know, it's very easy to immediately say or for your subconscious to say, oh, I don't have the time for that. Oh, I don't have the time to write that down. Oh, I'll just do that another time. But again, you have to, you have to really recognize that's, that's your subconscious voice preventing you from, you know, creating the practices that are going to help you be great. Um, but you know, thank you so much for sharing this space for me, Dr. Gandhi. Um, can you like share with our audience, you know, where they can interact with you more and find more about you, where your practice is located in case anyone is local? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Angelica Marie. I really uh, appreciate and respect all of the work that you do. You are such an inspiration. So it's really an honor to be here today. I'm on Instagram and uh, my handle is docg underscore lifestyle MD. My practice is also on Instagram as well. It's called Soleil Aesthetics and Wellness. My The website for the practice is Soleil Wellness. Um, and you can connect with me there. I, as I said before, host a weekly program on Instagram Live called Ruminations on Gratitude, in which I share the science and wisdom behind the practice of gratitude and how we can implement it into our daily lives. And I would love to meet anyone listening there. And my practice, the Lay Aesthetics and Wellness, is located in Southern California and Orange County and more than welcome to have a look at my website or my handle and see what we offer. Uh, we try to offer science-based uh, treatments that allow our patients to feel vibrant inside and out. Beautiful, thank you so much for sharing. I highly, highly, highly encourage y'all if you're listening right now and you have that Sunday free, hop in. There are so many, so many resources, so many people just ready to pour into you. You know, we are in a time of really shifting to a place of taking care of ourselves. So, you know, thank you, Dr. Gandhi, for your work and, you know, again, for sharing this space. And I will talk to you all next week on The Tea Corner. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Tea Corner, beloved. You have taken the time for vital self-care when there are so many other things demanding your attention. That's why I created the Self-Care Success System to help you build a uniquely perfect self-care routine that doesn't just fit into your busy lifestyle, it transforms your lifestyle. Using our assessment, you will receive five actionable steps to get started today. Start building a life of peace, purpose, and prosperity founded upon self-care today and begin our free self-care success assessment in the description below.